Hello and welcome to Boyle Meets World. I'm your host as always, Andrew Boyle. And as always, you can rely today on unfunny content, seeing as I am not funny. Um, It's been about a year and a half since this podcast started, and I'm still not funny. Um, Nor have I been trying to be, so don't expect anything to change anytime soon. Um, Today... We are talking baseball. Um, More specifically, we're talking cheating in baseball. Um, I know that I've kind of mentioned that this this podcast isn't a sports podcast, but it's slowly starting to look like every single podcast I do is about sports. So sooner rather than later, you can probably expect me to just name this an official sports podcast. But for right now, that's not the case. But today... Like most episodes, we're going to talk about sports. Um, More specifically, a sport that I love more than any other sport, and that's baseball. Um, Big thing going on right now is um, this big old cheating scandal with um, the use of clubhouse cameras from the batter's eye, watching pitcher signals. Um, Some teams have decided to ruin the sanctity of the game by using this unfair advantage, um, sending those signals to the team and then allowing them to tip off their batters by essentially watching a camera and knowing what the pitcher's going to throw, giving just a complete unfair advantage. Um, On top of that, how they're doing it was they were beating trash cans um, to signal what sort of pitch is coming. Um, I mean, it might not sound like that big of a deal, but it's supposed to be, in my opinion, neither the pitcher nor the batter should have an upper hand um, in any given at-bat, on any given pitch. Um, Maybe some pitchers do have some things that tip off what pitches they're going to throw, Um, it's not a new concept to try and pick up on a pitcher's signs. Um, that's been going on for years, but to use technology and like blatantly cheat and realize that you like, you know what you're doing is wrong and you know what you're doing is cheating, but still doing it anyway, because you don't care about the game. Um, something I don't think should be let go of anytime soon. Um, I think that Major League Baseball took pretty good steps to punish the management and the owners and the coaches. Um, I don't know if they found everyone that's doing it. Um, They've really only honed in on the Red Sox and the Astros. Um, It's my understanding that this goes on in every clubhouse, so I would like a further investigation into that, but I'm just one guy. I don't have any pull on this. Maybe one day I'll have a um, maybe one day I'll have an all-star ballot. That would be nice. Um, I feel like a lot of the guys there don't deserve it in the first place. I f- I feel that I could contribute to the MLB All-Star Hall of Fame. Or fuck, we're not talking about All Stars. We're talking about the Hall of Fame. Um, pardon my error. Um, I don't make many mistakes. I'm not really known as someone who misspeaks, but gonna run this one back. 
I believe that one day it would be pretty interesting if I had a MLB Hall of Fame vote. Um, I think the guys that have, or some of the old-timers that have voting privileges um, have either abused them or just don't know what they're talking about anymore. Um, I feel like I could contribute to the Hall. So let's see. Let's make it happen. But for right now, um, let's get back to what we're talking about. Um, I, I know that it's probably not going to happen, especially seeing as Major League Baseball isn't like further investigating other teams in this cheating scandal. Um, they're pretty content with getting the Astros and getting Boston, which admittedly probably are the two teams that were using it the most. That's what the report originally that came out, they were the two teams that were pegged as being cheaters. Um, they didn't really punish the players, even though the players are just as guilty, in my opinion. They knew exactly what they were doing. Um, they haven't come forward and apologized. Um, it's been explained to me that at the winter meetings, or at the beginning of spring training, that the players are going to apologize, acknowledge that they were cheating. But I don't think it's fair to do what Major League Baseball has done and place all the blame on the or the general manager and the coach of these teams. Um, I would love to see some fines, some suspensions, um, any sort of punishment for the players' involvement in this because, like I've said once, twice, and I will continue to say, they were just as guilty and they were just as involved as everyone else had complete knowledge of the situation. Um, but that's neither here nor there. What I want to talk about today is the uh, the Astros, the year that they won the World Series, and this year with their cheating scandal. Um, funny story. So 30 teams in Major League Baseball, obviously, they're not going to tip other batters after their own pitchers. So that leaves 29 teams that they use this cheating strategy against. Um, it only worked against 28 of those 29. Um, surprisingly enough, there was only one team to beat the Astros this year in a home game or in a home series. Um, and it was a National League baseball team that you, if you listen to this channel, probably are familiar with. The only Major League Baseball team to beat the Astros at Minute Maid Park this year in a three-game series or more were none other than the Pittsburgh Pirates. And not only did they beat the Astros at Minute Maid Park, they won a game 14-2, and they won another game 10 to nothing. So, what does this mean? Um, personally, I hate to admit it, but I believe that the Astros probably underestimated the Pittsburgh Pirates so much and thought that they were just not great enough to the point that they didn't feel the need to tip off the pitches. Um, they probably just thought it was going to be a cakewalk for them in that series and were pretty confident in themselves to get the win without having to cheat. But um, I don't know if that's the case so much because, I mean, I, you can't take anything away from those players. I mean, they still do have a really talented roster. And... Their pitchers gave up 14, or 24 runs in two games. Um, I really think that what I'm seeing here, um, I think that the Astros probably did cheat and use their unfair disadvantage against the Pirates. Um, so all that's really telling me 
um, is that on an even playing field, Pirates are probably the best team in baseball. Um, the Astros have arguably been one of the best franchises uh, over the past three to five years. Um, and to see that the Pirates were really the only team that they couldn't figure out um, and just were completely decimated by with their cheating ways, that's a pretty good case to me that the Pittsburgh Pirates, man, they could potentially be one of the best teams in baseball. Take a while that cheating. I guarantee that a lot of teams that the Pirates faced this year were probably doing the same cheating that the Astros were. Um, probably a lot of teams that saw them a lot and probably knew their tendencies. Um, but the way that the Pittsburgh pitching staff, I mean, Dario Agrizol is not even a pirate anymore. He was cut or he was designated for assignment at the end of the year. And he perfect game the Astros through six and two thirds innings. I mean, some no name guy. That's got to hurt to be an Astros fan to see that. But I mean, now that it comes up that they were cheating and probably knew what the Pirates or Dario Agrizol was going to be throwing, I mean, you tell me. Um, if <laughs> I think there's a pretty good case that Ray Searidge, the pitching coach for the Pirates, is still. Well, not anymore because he got fired by Bob Nutting. But, I mean, that pitching staff was so good that you can't even cheat to beat them. Um, Our offense was definitely better in the first half of the season prior to a couple injuries, prior to um, hot streaks ending. But to put up 24 runs in two games against a team that went to the World Series um, and to blank a team 10-0 that led the league and runs scored. And, again, a World Series... Um, finishing team, the best team in the American League. Um, I'm not sure 100% what that means for the Pirates because we've got a lot of uh, a lot of changes in the front office. Um, I have some pretty good sources in the Pirates organization that tell me that there could be a fire sale coming here soon. Um, could see a lot of big names not or that previously wore a Pirates uniform last year that may not wind up in a Pirates uniform at the beginning of this year. Um, I don't see them going out and getting big players. So this could be a rebuild year for the Pirates. I think that they're due for one. Um, I think that they're still wanting to be, I wouldn't say competitive in the NL Central. I think that they still want to be ahead of the Reds, which shouldn't be hard because the Reds are absolutely terrible year in and year out. Um, I realized that the Pirates had a worse record than the Reds at the end of the year. But I think that I think that turns around this year. Um, I don't see us competing against Cardinals, Brewers, or Cubs this year. Um, could be close to the Cubs, who are just going to be terrible this year. Um, all of my Major League Baseball sources will confirm that the Red or the Cubs are going to take a big step back this year, but I don't think it'll be so far back as the place that the Reds and Pirates are going to be. But who knows at this point? Um, like I said, I think that based off of what we saw and what has come out, that the case for the Pirates being a World Series contender last year if everyone else was playing by the rules like the Pirates definitely were because Bob Nutting is too cheap to invest in the equipment that 
everyone else was using to disadvantage. Um, I think you leveled that playing field last year. You take away the ability to tip off pitches with that uh, batter's eye camera. I mean, there's no way you can officially say that the Pittsburgh Pirates weren't one of the best teams in the league. Um, I'd love to run back the season, but you can't. So I'm just going to go off of what I believe, and I believe that based off of the small sample size of how much the Pirates drummed the Astros in that one series, the only series that the Astros lost at home this year, um, I know that the L.A. County... Um, Council is trying to get the uh, Dodgers to be named World Series champs in 2017 and 2018 when they face the Red Sox and the Astros. But I think the Pittsburgh City Council needs to look into getting the 2019 title removed from the Astros, or sorry, from the Nationals, because I'm sure they were cheating too. Um, I, I feel confident enough to say that the Pirates probably were the only team not cheating, just knowing how cheap our ownership is. So let's go ahead and give that 2019 World Series championship to the only team that played it clean last year. Um, so I will go on record, and I will fight tooth and nail. In my opinion, the Pittsburgh Pirates are the 2019 World Series champions. Um, try and convince me otherwise. I promise you, you can't. I'm going to take that one to the grave with me. Um, so, Waxen's World, if you're out there, you're always giving me a hard time about how I've never seen my team in a World Series. Well, I now see my team with the World Series championship. So, there you go. Uh, Detroit Tigers, worst franchise in baseball right now. Um, they're just going to get worse. Uh, city of Detroit is just not a sports city anymore. Um, enjoy that one, Jackson. I don't know how you can pull for the Tigers when organizations like the Pirates are doing it the right way. Um, anyway, my last sound off, um, even though I'm hard on the cheaters in this scandal, um, I don't think it really taints a legacy. Um, I feel that um, some of the players like Alex Bregman, Carlos Correa, Jose Altuve, they're still great players. Um, obviously, that pitching staff with Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander were, well, Cole until he left, but both of those guys had nothing to do with it. So their legacy their legacy should remain the same. Um, A.J. Hinch is still a good coach. He's probably going to wind up somewhere um, and make another team really good. I'm happy with Derek Shelton at Pittsburgh, though, so I'm not one of the idiots calling for us to fire our new manager, even though he hasn't coached a game yet, and go after AJ, or, yeah, AJ Hange. Anyway, um, what I'm getting to is, I feel like it is a shame. I hate to see, um, and as a fan of the old school version of baseball, someone who's happy with the way things used to be, I mean, I like the thing, I like now, but I'm, I'm a believer in Old-time rules, um, if you're pimping a home run, you need your next pitch up in your ear hole. That's the kind of stuff I grew up on, and I still hold true to my values of baseball. But let me get to what I'm talking about. I believe that Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens both are Hall of Famers, um, at least definitely Barry Bonds. Um, 
it's kind of an atrocity, in my opinion, that neither of them have gotten elected to the Hall. Um, I feel like, yeah, they had they were using an unfair advantage. Yes, they probably wouldn't have had the same success as they would had they used steroids. But I also think that if you go back to the 1999 to probably two, well, probably earlier than that, to like 2005, 2006, the time that, around the year that all this had come out and Bonds and all them had probably stopped juicing. I mean, (laughs) everyone had to be on it. I, I guarantee... I think there's a list of 104 guys that have tested positive. I don't know if they had officially released that list. Um, there are a lot of skeptics that, like, were naming guys. But I guarantee eh, almost everyone was on steroids at that time. Um, it was just a bad time for Major League Baseball. But, I mean, overall, does it hurt the guys' legacies? Maybe a little bit just because they were cheating. But at the same time, the things they did, it's hard to make a case, but in my opinion, steroids didn't 100% make Barry Bonds who he was. Um, I think he was probably going to be one of the greatest baseball players of all time, even before the steroids, but he wanted to be a home run hitter. Um, He was still unbelievable before the steroids. Roger Clemens... um, there's an argument that his career was over before the steroids, but he still had unbelievable numbers before the steroids, after the steroids just prolonged his career. So I feel like guys like that, even though they tainted their reputations with cheating, um, and I, I think they hurt the game of baseball with what they did, but still, um, I think they're guys that still are up there with some of the greatest ball players of all time, and I think they belong in the Hall. So, if I get my Major League Baseball Hall of Fame voting rights in 2021, you can count on Andrew Boyle voting yes for Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds. Um, that's all we got for you today. Um, like I said earlier, not a sports podcast, at least not yet, but everything we talk about is sports. So, I know it's the year of the rebrand. We're now above average media. Um, Boyle Meets World, we're going to start trying to put out more consistent content. Um, Long Dudes Podcast, same thing. So maybe we'll just see a full rebrand. Boyle Meets World goes to a full-on sports podcast. But in the meantime, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Hit me up on Twitter if you have any thoughts. Um, And finally, we'll catch you in the next one.